All right, so we are still live. Welcome back to Happily Bored. I'm Chuck. We're still live. We're still live, and well, we're now live. But we're we are alive. alive. <laughs> we are alive. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about pots and pans, but it's not the pots and pans you think it is. What? I know. I told her I was going to uh, surprise her with the topic that we're going to be discussing for today. We're oh, also going to start okay. a new thing because Jenna has... Oh, seen Lord. a lot less movies than I had even thought <laughs> growing up. And some of them are just atrocious that she didn't see. Like the Dirty movies Dancing. have been atrocious, yes. The ones I've watched, some of them have been. I would agree with you on that. But the thing is, like, Dirty Dancing you didn't see, and I'm sure because of, like, what a lot of, what a lot of parents were freaking out about the time was that there was the topic of abortion in the movie. Yeah. And... You know, the, the, the level of dancing that they were doing in this movie was, like, so... Quote, inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate and, and adult-themed. There was a lot of stuff I wasn't allowed to watch. Horror flicks and anything with sexual innuendo and... Now you'll see twerking in TV commercials, and it's like, oh, that's, you know... But I was what? in a movie about... that In an 80s movie that was, like... You were due to be in one, you said. I mean, I, no, I still, I, I did my job. They hired me. I did my job. Whether or not I was on the cutting room floor or in the movie, right? that doesn't make a difference. I technically was in the movie that they filmed. I, I am in a piece of film somewhere. <laughs> Whether it be a landfill at this point, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, um, so the first top part of the topic. The pots and pans again, not what you would think is discussion of pot, and that is oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, so there's there's a thing in our state of Virginia where they're they're talking. You you followed this. What was it? Yeah, they're legalizing it. Um, it will not be criminal. You won't be criminalized for carrying a certain amount of it. And um, in the next couple of years, you'll be able to actually purchase it retail. We're talking a couple of years. Oh couple of years so they're looking to decriminalize so they're, they're but... going to be decriminalizing it this year so you know will not no longer like you're gonna it's probably gonna be like an ounce which is most places if you have like an ounce on you move along okay you know if they you know whatever who cares they're still not citing you or they they're citing not citing you, so... you nothing no okay. it will just be like okay whatever that's fine who cares nobody no big deal you're not sitting here selling an ounce you know you're keeping that shit for yourself but okay. um as far as like walking into a dispensary and purchasing it off the you know shelf, that's still they're working on that. But it's it's the plan is in the next I think two years to have it. I think it was twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four. Okay, so my whole standpoint is like I personally don't care if people want to partake. That's you know I'm, as long as basically my feeling is any drugs. If you want to partake in your own body, you do what you want. If as long as you're not driving or hurting the lives of children right, right, or, right, right. you know whatever it may be as long so, as you're being responsible like alcohol right and then like in my case i'm with my work i get paranoid i know uh because i can't have anybody getting arrested or having any issues because it could interfere with my work that being said if not this, your you should clarify not your work it would interfere with your security clearance 
which I was trying to, I was trying to avoid that part well, of it. But why? My work. You're not quiet about that. Oh, I know, but my work is affected by that. Well, the uh, thing though is that the, you know, you've have friends where you partake and stuff like that, and I'm fine with that. And it's basically just been like not here at the house because right, I can't have it busted and only do it if you're going to be somewhere where you're safe. Yes. So the fact that it could. I'm not sitting on a street corner getting high. Right. <laughs> At a friend's house is fine. And I haven't smoked in like nine months, maybe. Yeah. It's mostly edibles. So the thing is, is like if they're gonna make it legal and everything like that, I'm I'm totally fine for it. That would, you know, you'd be able to have it here and I wouldn't be like, oh, don't do it here because you know. Well, and can't it's not like I house. would be sitting here having joints in the house. It's right. It's, the easiest way to do this now is with the edibles, right? And it's it's a lot less stress and work. And I'd be able to get you to probably watch some of these really retarded parody movies that you just do have no interest. Well, you in. You haven't even seen. We should. You and, oh, you and your friend when you're my friend and I should uh, when we get together. We usually we have a couple of drinks. We pop a chocolate, and then it's like Giggle City for like a good hour and a half. Okay, so some of these really <laughs> stupid movies you may be inclined to watch. Yeah. So, um, but that's the pots part. Was uh, we we're talking about the pots part, and so and like I said, we're gonna. So this week we want to watch Dirty Dancing well, so that we can follow we'll up next time. We'll have to talk to the kids too, I think, because they've had both had that dare class. And oh yeah, yeah. If you're gonna say that it's okay for me to have edibles at some point, then they're gonna have to understand that like pot is not a gateway drug. <laughs> like mommy's not gonna have a couple of edibles today and next week be a oh. heroin junkie. <laughs> so as far as the idea of a gateway drug, I, I agree with the fact that it's not to a degree. I think the reason why a lot of people thought in the past that it was a gateway drug then people still refer to it that way. You have some drugs that will naturally progress into harder drugs. Well, I think too, it's like where are you getting it? Who are you around? Right. Well, no, if like that's your not where environment I'm going with it. is that's not where I'm going with it. I'm saying for the people, I think personally, for the people that have had various forms of marijuana and felt that it was a gateway drug, it's because they have a gateway personality. Right? Like the drug itself chemically isn't doing anything that makes you seek a higher no, potency No, and that's what I was drug. saying. Like, no one has ever smoked a joint and been like, we need to go rob a bank. Right. What I'm saying, though, <laughs> is there are there are drugs like heroin, things like that, where You have they, to ne- get your next fix. Right. And yeah. the, the, the drug creates a it's, progression It's habit-forming and all that right? crap. Right. It creates yeah. a need to make something stronger. Yeah. Where marijuana it's not making you increase your it's actually potency. got a lot of health benefits well yeah like uh, the cbd stuff your your mom uses yeah and that's that's good so like i said i don't have any issues with it my issue is just as far as like affecting my work yeah which i think is stupid. they shouldn't even include that one right well like even if you went to uh, a country where it is completely legal um you're not allowed to partake even when you're in so what? when in rome you can't well not in Rome, if but I, like if when I we went, went to, to Amsterdam, we were literally walking down the street. If I went to Amsterdam, I would still not be allowed to. That is ridiculous. Right. So you Colorado, have to follow. Colorado, you to you're follow. not allowed to. Yeah, anywhere. You have to follow the rules of the U.S. wherever you are. 
That's insane. Yeah. So screw that. I'm not getting enough <laughs> security clearance. <laughs> that's the reason why I told you. I was like, you can do whatever you want. I have no problem with that. My only issue is that I just don't let me know about it. Yeah. You know, but, but it's so but, much fun to talk about it because I always have a good time. <laughs> right. So if once all this stuff passes, then okay, cool. that'll open up a lot more of that. I just want to maintain plausible deniability. Yes. That's all. So stay out of the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was say, you promised me you wouldn't bring anything home until things are opened. So. Yes. The. Um, the other thing. Pans. I'm giving her a look right now. Why are you looking at me like, pan? What kind of pans? Pans. Pans? And sexuals. Oh, Jesus. No, I don't want. Mm. You don't want to share that? Uh, that's private. Okay. It's nothing to do with me. I just don't think we should. I don't think this is a topic for. How about we just simply say we'll move on, but we'll simply say that state we've had those discussions. Opinion. State your opinion about that. Okay. I, that's that would be. Well, just in general, we've had the discussions earlier than we thought we would. With both kids. Yes. Right. Right. And it's basically just that, you know, we were sitting here going, you know. Um discussing like how do you have feelings on any of this stuff yeah because it's like more and more younger kids are like i'm this i'm right, that xyz how do you know you've never even been on a date right you've <laughs> you been haven't having... even held hands with a, ki- a, guy, a person a girl whatever how right. do you know that you like that person or not or like in the word it says sexual so you're having sex and they're like oh yeah and they're like no we're not Okay, then, how do you know you haven't had sex with right. anybody? And I think it's probably the... They probably haven't even had sex with themselves. How do they even know? That's so sad. That that would be not my children. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I just... I find it funny because of... um, Like you said, they're saying it younger and younger and younger, and you've got so many parents that are like, oh, I support my kids' need for this, and if they want a sex change or whatever, and it's like they're not supposed to know these things this early. I think we're I mean, probably one of the... I don't doubt that there are some people who, from the jump, don't feel right. correct. And I'm not saying that they're not, and that they're not feeling... I'm not invalidating those feelings. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying you shouldn't like, be getting a surgery at 13. Yeah, like... No matter what. Get... I mean, well, look at they won't even give you a nose job till you're a certain age because your face is still changing. Like right. they should do the same thing. I don't think any reassignment should occur until you're 21. Yeah, around that area. Yeah, but the, so it was. It was just an interesting discussion that again took us way off guard. And I do love the fact that uh, Jenna said clearly, she's like, you know, I don't want this to like because we were thinking about how to approach the topic, and we're like, we don't want this. To remember a story he, of them. this one wanted to broach the subject in the car on the way home from a sports uh, practice, and I said the last thing you want is for this person to grow up and say, "Remember that time that I said that my dad asked me if I was gay in the car on the way home from practice?" Right. <laughs> like, so I, I was like, "Yeah, that's true. We definitely it's like need a traumatic to... life event. Like I want them to feel comfortable enough to one day just walk up and be like, hey." This is what's going on. And I'll right. be like, cool, move on. And we then don't like, care. And then and then I <laughs> Good talk, for you. And then I talked to you. I was like, well, I want to have this discussion. I said, follow my lead. And I just opened up with, well, you're, you're surprised we didn't know you were having sex. And 
And, the mortification. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like, well, you have with girls or boys, right? No. Well, then, how, how do, you, do know? you know? And I think we've got to be one of the the only parents that both the guy and the girl, you and I, were saying, wait till college. <laughs> like, at some Feel point. Feel free to experiment. At Decide some point what before, you want to do. There, I don't think there's many... Where both, especially the husbands, usually are not the ones to be saying, go experiment and try things out. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> usually, like, the mom would be, like, later on talking and saying, honey, you know, they're going to discover this stuff in college. Well, the issue, I think, for me is that I was not sheltered, but, like, thing I was very much discouraged from doing anything other than stop and wait until you get married. Right. And so when I got out on my own... I wanted to explore and do things and I was learning about my own body and like whatever, but I went out and ventured into some very unhealthy and, and unsafe ways. When we were friends, you told me about one date. Yeah, that, I don't know how I didn't get murdered and raped. (laughs) I, (laughs) I, I really don't know how I didn't get stabbed. Like meeting people on the internet before the internet was a thing. It was literally a chat room. There weren't even photos. Like AOL and some messenger chat rooms. No, not even that. Like website chat rooms. Oh, that's even creepier. Yeah, just text. All text. That's where Rudy lives. And then... (laughs) No, that is not where Rudy lives. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, Anyway, so the point was that it was just, you know, meeting people that way and whatever, super unsafe. Mm -hmm. And... But then, like, I would try, and see, that was the funny part, because of where I was living at the time, because it was with family, they were very protective, and so they had no idea I was meeting people like that, but then when I met someone in a museum face-to-face who was also in college and all this other stuff, it was like, you can't just pick someone up in a museum, and it's like, really? Because I've been picking people up on the internet. Right. (laughs) Wow. Like, I've never, I've heard people like, oh, you shouldn't pick people up at at the bar. Yeah. You shouldn't pick people up in the supermarket. And that's what one of them even said. Like, well, would you, if you met somebody in a bar, would you just go home with them? And I was like, no, but I met this guy in a museum. Like, he was yes, not there trying would. to. What? Hmm? What'd you say? Or a dance club. Shut yes, up. she would. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I didn't meet you in a dance club. That's we true. went to the dance club that's after true. we met. That's true. I met you in someone's home, which is perfectly acceptable. <laughs> true. That you also had had sex with. Yes. Like, I got his seconds. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. When you think about it, I got my landlord's seconds. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Look, She's looking at the ceiling. There here. had always been some tension. We sorted it out and realized that we were better off just friends. Yeah. But that's the thing is, I, th- I think it's funny because, like, I've seen most of the dads are kind of like, oh, let's talk about this. Yeah, yeah. It usually becomes a a mom, son, mom, daughter conversation. The mom's usually the one to talk about it. And we're both sitting here going, learn, discover, find out who you are. Because we both, I think we, you've met people that have discovered late in life. Like after they've had a family that they're have lesbian or gay tendencies and that they're more attracted. And in some case it's like a fireball because that's the person who's 
the person's no longer attracted to feels betrayed and everything like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, like, I, I had a friend when I lived in Texas that um, his daddy came out, and the parents uh, had a bad divorce. Mm. And then, like, four or five years later, they're best friends, and they see each other and have coffee every morning at oh, the house, cool. and they go and look for guys together. Right. Um, so it's like the a complete flip flop, but it's like I've told people I was like I've had friends growing up and that they were gay, and I know where I stand from being their friends and right. just knowing, you know, the different options that are out there. I I know what I like and so forth, and I was like, I don't. I'm not saying like I'm encouraging. Hey, you go try everything out. No, but, but at the same I was time, like, I'm like, I don't want them to feel like there's anything shameful in it. Yeah, and that's when I even said, like, I had kissed a girl one time or whatever, and then I got a follow-up question the following he day. kisses a lot more girls when she's drunk. Yes, I was pretty drunk. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm saying, like, when we used to be in, go down to Georgetown or whatever, and, like, you would kiss Carrie a lot. You and Carrie would, like, kiss at the bar. Oh, well, yeah. Like anyway. Yeah. Just girls kiss girls. I got asked a follow-up question to that. And was was this somebody that I was friends with? Was it a stranger? Was it... uh, And was it because I wanted to date them? Or... Uh, (laughs) So I was like, oh, no, it's just... I was drinking, and that's just what I did. (laughs) They were like, "Mm, okay, that's weird. But the the conversation ended up um, being with the child. We ended up telling them, like, look, do... Have that time, figure out what it is that you want, and if you want everything, that's fine. But we gave the definition, you know, that anything hetero, homo, uh, pan, whatever it is, sexual means that's who you're preferring to have sex with. That's the person you would envision your life with. That is all these other things. It's not. And we come to find out that the person was trying to express that they're supportive and they care so that's where we had a discussion about, about being an ally. <laughs> right. That we care about everybody and we yes. won't judge anybody. And we're and like, honey, that's yeah. that's totally different. Nothing compared to what you're describing. Yeah. So but that's the reason why I They're said so pots and cute. pans. You're funny. Pots and pans. Um but yeah, so that was the topic for today. And then the the other part that we just discussed is the shit since last time. Oh, well, it's, it's been, been a long time, a long time since we've done one of these. And we want to start doing it more because it was starting to become a time where we would just chat for an hour. Yeah. And it was kind of like more therapeutic than anything because it was like a time where we were making sure to kind of like touch base with each other before the new week began. But we were also going in different directions. We weren't seeing each other 24-7. It was... <laughs> A lot different than it's been the last almost year. <laughs> it's also been a lot more desirable just to sleep lately. Like, there's been a lot more napping in general. Not me. I stopped. <laughs> you have stopped. Um, We were getting like predictably napping. Oh, yeah. It was pretty bad. And feeling not super depressed, but just bummed and not motivated. Yeah. Like... Well, I, I don't think I, you were sad. No, I've not been sad, but my depression has been bad. Right, but what I'm saying is it's not been your sad depression. It's been your lack of motivation or doing anything yeah. or being hopeful. Which led to me starting to gain some weight, which led to me being even more 
unmotivated because oh well whatever if i'm right. already this fat who cares <laughs> what i'm saying is you you get like two types of depression you get the depression where you're just not motivated not hopeful just kind of like Meh. um um not numb yeah you get a numb depression or you get a sad hurt depression and you weren't sad hurt but no, you i haven't were, been that for a long time but you were numb and nappy yeah that's not Numb and nappy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Napping. Yeah. Yeah. Not getting up, not doing anything, bare minimum. But even that kind of became a good conversation for the kids because we got one of the um, kids was talking about like how they wanted to help people with depression. And we're like, and they were You've saying, got no advice to just give. feel better and make yourself smile and remember how <laughs> right. good you're supposed to be. And I was like, that's not how it works. So we kind of explained to them the dynamic between you and I, where I will get in a funk. And in fact, recently I have been in a funk for a while. And it's a combination of situational things. And we've got we got to explain like the difference between clinical depression and situational depression. You know? Correct. Daddy's been depressed because, you know, work's just been yeah. busy and my car's in the shop and I'm feeling a lot of chores of things that I want to do or haven't done or need to do. And you can't get out and of it's just a house. lot of weight, <laughs> you know? So then we explain, like, you know, daddy just gets in this way in a while and he'll snap himself out of it and get these right. things done. And then I, those things being accomplished make me feel better. Right. Um, Mommy has something wrong with her brain. Right. <laughs> and... It was a good discussion because we were able to explain, you know, if um, something's chemically wrong, right? then the medicine is a need to balance the chemical, not because you're messed up in the head. Right, right, right. Yeah, I basically said that um, there's roads all in my head uh, and that they you're constantly needing work and my construction workers go on strike. Right. <laughs> And that's when I get, like, just rock bottom. And that, like, um, you know, or if you're situationally depressed, those are the issues that you need to go seek counseling for or to deal with in some way. Right. Or in my case, because they weren't, because, you know, it was work. Some of the things that I wanted to do were just weighing on me. Then I started knocking out some of those things. Yeah. And we were kind of able to explain, like, also to be able to give advice in any way, shape or form takes experience. And we know you guys are great kids and all this other stuff, but you've gotten no experience right? to really be giving advice. And we kind of explain, like, look, it and happens all the time. Like <laughs> It happens all the time too, though, that people with the best intentions give bad advice because they don't understand fully because right. of the no experience. Right. And they'll hear later that the person ended up killing themselves. And we're like, how would you feel? If you knew your advice led to somebody deciding to kill themselves. And they're like, oh, my God, that'd be so horrible. We're right. Like, Nobody wants that on their conscience. Yeah. We did say, though, we're not saying don't get involved. We're saying. No, but there's appropriate ways to help. Give them a helpline to call. Reach out to another adult, a parent, right. somebody. Yeah. yeah. Don't just stay silent and be like, well, good luck. Right. Exactly. Feel better. Make yourself feel better. Smile. Let me see what else has been going on. I got vaccinated. Oh, yeah. And you didn't turn into a zombie. People. I did not turn into a zombie. Um, that's one benefit of work is when things open back up, they want to be able to let me go places. So they want to get me vaccinated. And it's funny because I normally would be against vaccination, but 
I want things back to normal. Yeah. I know that people are so panicked and crazy right now that the only way that's ever going to happen is once enough people have been vaccinated and people can start to feel warm and snuggly, that things will start to open back up. So I did my part. I had it offered to me. Congratulations. So I went ahead and did it. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's been driving me nuts because things need to open back up. And the thing that surprised me. need to go back to school. <laughs> what surprised me is normally... Jenna's very hands-off. I'll start to post something on Facebook, and she'll be like, don't even bother. Don't worry about it. You're just stressing yourself out. And then I'll be like, but I need to make sure there's opposition that people know, even though it's there's no way I'm going to overcome the numbers of the people in this area anymore. I still need to make sure they know there's opposition. Jenna would be like, ah, oh, don't even bother. They don't your, care. You're bringing energy. Don't do that. <laughs> and that laugh means she knows where I'm going with this now. She has become a little SJW <laughs> on the school board sites yes. and writing very long posts, which she used to criticize me all the time for. Well, they're not posts. I leave the post I co- because I'm copying what I've sent in an email to our representatives and to our congresswomen right. and men and senators and governor and the president and the secretary of education and yeah. like uh, pretty much anybody who I can think of. All the board of supervisors is now involved. I was going to say, there's so much science and information out there that these kids could be back in school. And the fact that the school board where we live is catering to the uh teachers unions and just gen- I don't, teacher unions don't exist in yeah okay Virginia. sure i know right uh-huh um go to the quote association website and the first thing you see is we're a union <laughs> right <laughs> and i'm like here's the bad part you'll tell me things like that and some of the other things that we've seen posted and they're like we're teachers we're a union of teachers, and we're like, now we should teach you. I want to make sure for the five people that listen to this that understand. I am in no way holding fault with the teachers. I think the teachers have been put in an impossible situation. They have been given a crap hand to deal with. It is not easy to go from teaching one way for however many years you were doing it to all of a sudden having to teach a bunch of kids on a screen and half of them don't even turn their freaking cameras on. And I get it. I get it. I sympathize with that. I understand. At the same time, your job is to show up. And if they tell you that we're going to open everything back up and you need to come into this building and you don't want to do it, resign. Well, the thing is, I think... I said this back from the beginning is like, if you're an elderly teacher above 64 is where the metrics start to get scary. But we even said like 50, 55. If you're above that, you want to be remote. Or you have an underlying condition, immunocompromised. You've got little 32 year old brand new teachers running around going, oh my God, I have to stay home because of COVID. Well, who are you take care of that's elderly? Nobody. Right. It's just me and my kids at home. Statistically, you're pretty safe. Right. You know, I'm a math teacher. I don't want to go back in. Well, if you're a math teacher, look at the math. The math says you're pretty good. But in any case, it's just we've we just find it funny that, you know, all the times that we hear, you know, look at the science, look at the science. And we're like, hey, look at the science. And it's just not. <laughs> nobody's know. looking at the science. I know. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to take over. This is what happens when I get on this topic. This, <laughs> this topic, is, she this, gets And it's passionate. the funny thing because we have like role reversed in this way. Like you've mm. shut down your social media for the most part. And like you hardly ever post anything anymore. It's been so peaceful. And now I'm just like, <laughs> well, <laughs> rally the troops. <laughs> it's, I, I'm going to take your advice because I, like I, I've said before, I've realized more and more people are more stupid than I previously thought yeah. every day. And you made a very good point. When I post my, statements on facebook they're just very blunt to the point they're not it's a super word it's it's and it's not taking into people's emotions right it's just raw fact and people flip out because they interpret through their own filters and um jenna has pointed out that i communicate much more effectively when it's through voice and even more so when it's Verbally. visual Verbally and visually. Like I told him so, to stop writing things down on on um typing because when he's typing, his his brain's going faster than his fingers. So he mm -hmm. leaves out words or he misses a complete sentence or things that he's trying to convey don't sound right, versus just record a video of you talking. Yeah. And that makes so much more sense because I can understand what you're trying to convey. I can see your face, I can see your emotion, right? I can hear that that was a sarcastic comment. Right, so that that's I'm definitely a, you know. going to do my little Chuck's world, that's what I'm going to call it, because basically I'm just going to be kind of looking at everything and kind of painting it as far as like, duh, this, the fuck. If you so, ran the world. <laughs> but I have been, it has been much nicer just in disengaging, plus our guy's page where all the tits and ass photos the guys are posting has been taken down, so, you know, Facebook censorship, so oh, therefore... Yes. I mean, if I'm only looking to see whose birthday it is, I don't even get any tits and ass. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be engaging in political arguments, which I've always tried to have a debate. But people right, aren't no. smart They've, enough to have a debate anymore. Nobody's debating. Everybody wants to argue right so now. So there's really been no reason for me to go online. Yeah. So I've been kind of avoiding that. Uh, and it's been pleasant. <laughs> the not lack of tits and ass has made it easier. Mm. Um. So sorry. Yeah, it's it's. There were some high quality ones coming from the guy named Rich. So, um, yeah. So it was just weird to see you kind of become the the vocal one, going, "Oh my god, did you see how this person made me so mad today?" And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> but I mean, there are some good teachers that want to go back. Yeah, I think a lot of them do, but they're scared. To, but there's they're also, scared to speak up. There's also horrific teachers. Yes, that just want to stay home. Like, because got, they're still collecting their paycheck. We got our daughter's report card, who's in elementary school, and only because on the report card it said, um, Gabby has not attended no, her music said, class it for. It was an asterisk and said, there's no grade for music because she didn't show up for music class for the entire semester quarter quarter and the whole nine weeks not once did she log in to that class and and furthermore when was the first that we heard of this on the report card so you're saying no teacher notified you that your child was not attending correct and when i brought it to her attention the email i got back basically said my bad i'll let you know if she doesn't show up going forward I mentioned that to uh, Brian the other night when I got to hang out 
car to car. Like I, I once, um, so the other thing that's been hard with me with COVID is you've gotten to see, well, we'll get back to that, but we did a car meet and I told Brian about that last night and he's like, I would have reported that teacher. That is ludicrous. And I was like, yeah, it is ludicrous. The problem is I know the principal so well. Yeah. It wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah, he would have defended her. It, and and I get it. He's always in his teacher's corners, which that's a good awesome. Thing. Because yeah. they, there was a long time where there was no teacher backing in that right. school. So I think that's great that he has their back. But at the same time, like, that's a little concerning that my kid didn't show up. Not only did I have no clue, you didn't think to tell me. Right. Like, you didn't think to reach out and say, hey, is she okay? I haven't seen her in three weeks. Right. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh. Oh, her, um, her explanation or her excuse was, well, we've been playing the recorder and I didn't want anybody to be upset. <laughs> and she knows I hate the idea of them trying to do homeschooling recording. And we're like, nice try. We get what you're trying to do. That's a very crafty. Like, Actually, you no, know, we got mad at her to her face and we're like, no, no, that's not acceptable, blah, blah, blah. But when she walked away, Jen and I were both like, it's kind of fucking impressive. I know. That was a quick well, argument. I told her to, her to her face. I don't care if the mu- if the teacher tells you to stand in the middle of your room and scream bloody murder. If that's your assignment, then that's what you do. She was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like, okay. <clears throat> She's in charge, not you. Right. And it's funny because they're both getting older. They're both getting stinky. They're getting to that point where their hormones are raging. They're just, they just smell both of them all the time. <laughs> and we're like, kids, you got to, you know, change your clothes, put it on deodorant every day, blah, blah, blah. And at first you were like, oh, you got to be sensitive about it. You don't want them to think that. Like, and then at, now they'll come up to me and go give me a hug. I'm like, did you put it on deodorant? Cause you stink. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want them to feel bad about it unless they weren't doing what they were supposed to. To prevent it. True. Right? Yeah. Like, if somebody put on deodorant three times a day and they just are a stinky person. Then yeah, don't make fun of them. They, the, then let's go see to the doctor. <laughs> because there's nothing they can do about it. Right. But when they come up and he's got his arms up like a bear. Oh, yeah. I hate when he gives a hug. And he's coming <laughs> to give you a hug. And you're like, I really want a hug. And I then he gets within. I you, but I don't know if you put deodorant on today. <laughs> well, no. When he gets in with, like, four feet and you can start to smell it, you're like, mm, back off, boy. Back off. Go get that deodorant. And then his face will drop down. He's like, oh, no, I forgot. Like, go. It's like in the movie Kingpin that you did not want to finish watching with me, which you would find hilarious high. It's a terrible movie. If you were high, you would love it. I didn't laugh once the whole time we were watching that. If you were high, you will love it. But the thing is, where she's in the restaurant. Now he wants to get me high. (laughs) Right? Watch all these movies with me. But that's the thing is, like, when uh, he looks at the waitress, he's like, Mm, honey, why don't you go outside and wash off half that perfume before you come back in here? It's like this one, like with them sometimes. I'm like, mm, mm, get away. You need to oh, wash I your clothes. To tell you. And like you go in the room and I found out what the hell all that smell is in his room. It's his laundry. I told you that. Oh my God. His laundry, like you, yes. if I was making a cartoon, there would be little clouds of green coming off of his basket. We can start calling him Pigpen. Oh. <laughs> So, he's not a dirty child. No, no. 
He's just a boy. He just stinks. Boys stink. I can't even imagine because he doesn't even play a sport. Yeah. Imagine if he was playing a sport. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, that would be bad. That'd be so bad. <laughs> He's, that would just be bad. I know. I'm just... I know. No. No. Um, oh no so along those same lines i went to get gas in the car the other day and um i went to sam's club and it was freezing so i put my mask i normally don't wear my mask at the pump because i'm nowhere near anybody right um and i use the app now to scan and whatever so i don't even have to touch anything Mm. but i put my mask on because it was so cold and i'm standing there and the closest person to me was so i was at the back pump so there's two pumps one in front one in the back i was in the back on the opposite side and up, okay, mm-hmm. this guy had on so much cologne. Oh, God. I could smell it through my mask. <laughs> he was at least 20 feet away from me. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, it smells like he's right here. But the masks are supposed to help filter things out. Not smell. Not when you dump an entire bottle of cologne on you instead of showering. But the size <laughs> of the particles of Axe body spray are larger than that of the Rona. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Fauci's you mean lying. smaller? You mean they're smaller? The cologne particles you are mean bigger. They're, smaller? they're bigger. If they're able to get through, the bigger particles are able to get oh. through the mask. I don't know. Well. Anyway. Uh, I should have double masked. You should have double masked, yes. <laughs> but in any case, it's just, it's been stressful. And the other thing that's been stressful for me is I kind of had a, not breakdown, but I was upset. Like, what, two weeks ago, I was just feeling, like, really upset and stressed and stuff, and I came to you and I talked to you, and I was like, it's, it's, I said, the things going on in my head are. Oh, it's because I mentioned that you hadn't gone to poker, and you hadn't been leaving the house other than to, like, go play Pokemon or whatever. Right. And you were just like. (gasps) Yeah, I just unloaded. (laughs) But it wasn't the traditional get drunk, shit face, throw up. Tell me everything I've done wrong in my life. Right. (laughs) So we've gotten much better. Yes. Um. So then it was a. It was. I was like, I. She has her two best friends. She's able to go see in person, and because everybody's kind of watching what they're doing, they're not wearing masks around each other because they've been very careful. We're very good about contact tracing each other. So that's the thing. Is like. You've had that experience where it feels almost like normal with her. With them, yeah. Right. And I said, then you, um, XYZ, you were able to do these things. I got I said, away for a long weekend. Right. A couple times. And I'm not, I've not been jealous at all because it's not that type of getting away is not my type of getting away. But you love right. that. Yeah. I like going away for three days. To me, that's a refresh. For you, that's like. I just need a day of sleep. <laughs> right. Well, for me, for me, it takes a while to unload and decompress everything before I can be in a vacation mode. And three days is just not enough. Oh, no. If I'm if I'm 45 minutes away from the house, I'm in vacation mode. <laughs> right. Because by the time I finally am ready to relax, it's time to go back. Oh, yeah. No, that's see, the reason can, why I, I can need. I turn it on and off. That's the reason why I need <laughs> a week at least. So the, the thing is. That as an analogy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so you've been able to go and. Spend a weekend here. A couple here, times. And I've been like, go ahead. on a little girl's trip. You want to take the kids with you? Fine. Get the fuck out. Have fun. Enjoy. I've also been able to leave the um, children, which has been amazing. Yeah, we've been able to arrange that. And the thing is, I was like, you're getting that sort of relaxation. 
separation. I said I would do poker, except for they're not doing poker. Right. I would do riding around in my car, but my car's in the shop for the top issue. Right. You know, um, my normal, the only thing I'm left now is like streaming on Twitch and playing around with games. and. But that doesn't get you out of the house. It doesn't get you away from the computer. It's same old, same old, day in, day out. And so you're starting to lose it a little bit. <laughs> I was getting a little stressed and a little bit crazy about that. And I was just like, look, um, but I was able to realize it before flipping out. But it's just been it's just been stressful. And that's yes. Um and that's when I also told you I was like, these very little things are like annoying the shit out of me that I want to do that I just haven't had the motivation to do. I'd rather just right. take a nap. Right. Which is not healthy. And then so I had that little bit of a, a blow up. And again, it's just that wasn't even a blow up. It was more of like a mini meltdown. Right. Um, not tantrum. What you know, I guess meltdown is the term you would use. Things have continued to be good with my older sister well, and, you and can't my mom. See your best friend, like Yeah, my best friend is like we did the car meetup and we've done that a couple times and I like I said, I've been vaccinated. Hug him, you can't touch him, you can't Right. And like the other day I got to go in his house as long as we stayed like ten feet apart. And that was only for a little while. And then, but again, we're masked up the whole time and everything like that. So even my best friend that I've known since I was a kid, his mom's especially at risk. Yeah. And I understand why he's doing all the things he's doing, but I don't have anybody that I can just be normal with right right now. And I need normal. Yeah. I want to get back to normal so bad. I think that's part of why you were able to enjoy, too, like when we went over thanksgiving and saw your mom yes that was very refreshing getting to just be with her and let someone new but like you could you went over and walked on the beach because there was nobody there you didn't have to wear a mask you got right. to just be you well that's the thing too that's very frustrating is you know you have before covid you had all these people and i would get so pissed at the assholes with the dogs in the middle of the stores and they're like you can't have a dog in here they'd be like what's well, my stress animal yeah. Well, you don't have paperwork or anything like that because you're using a loophole to. Mm-hmm. You bought to a vest on. Amazon bring your pet in there. Yeah. yeah, you brought you bought an Amazon vest. Your pet isn't trained. It's trying to pull itself off the leash. Right. <laughs> you know, it's barking like fucking crazy. It's not a trained animal. It's not a service dog. Right. Your I feel emotionally upset. Here's my pet. Is not what they're servicing on the door. Right. You know. And it annoyed me because these people would use a loophole going, it's a disability, whatever. Well, I get crazy anxiety from wearing my mask. I have the sensory issues that we've discovered. When we discovered my son had the sensory issues, we kind of went, oh, shit, that's where it came from. And I'm like, this is the way I feel about things. And then come to low and find out it's an actual thing. So, like, my son and I, we can't wear the mask more than a little while or we start to feel like a panic attack. Yeah. And I'm like disability reason i could go into the store and say look i have a disability reason blah 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 but nobody's going to accept it in this climate they're going to be like oh my god you're not wearing a mask you want everybody to die right oh they'll just not let you walk in and then it pissed me off today because there was another lady with a dog in the home depot oh good god oh well home depot is different it's not meant for dogs and they have a sign oh they service do. animals oh i didn't know that i'm like motherfucker oh i i feel like home depot is like walmart like anything goes <laughs> That shouldn't be in Walmart either. Anyway. Well, okay, but people shouldn't also be not be walking around half naked in 
Walmart and there shouldn't be 97 children at Walmart at two o'clock in the morning, but there are. So, <laughs> well, they have to have their family. They're usually all related. Kidding. But no, anyway. it's just, it's just been very, that's been frustrating. And then, um, why haven't you had a nap in a while? Cause that was one thing we thought was funny was you were like proud of it. I know. I'm so proud. I haven't napped in two weeks. <laughs> and then you were like, and I know it sounds silly to be proud of something like that. It does sound weird, but it is, it's good. I'm starting to get into a good little routine. And, and you're starting to eat healthier, which I is am. good. Yes. And I'm going to follow suit. Now, I did. I've been drinking tons of water. It was funny as you deliberately dodged my point I was making yesterday. Because she was like counting, she's using her app very well to count calories and everything like that. And then she's like, well, I'm using this recipe and I can make it consistently. And then that way I only have to put it in here once and I can make it consistently. And I was like, my mouth kind of dropped and hit the floor because I was like, that's what I was asking you to do before was just to make it the same way every time so that we only had to measure it once. Oh, I know. But I was explaining to you yesterday that now I can make it. This thing has the ability for me to have my own, like, basically cookbook. Right. And so I can, every time I change the recipe, I can enter it in. So I can do it by brand. And so if the, like, the Barilla is not available and I use Ragu, I can change it and get the accurate thing and then tell you from now on. I wasn't going that far last time. Whether it was capable of doing it or not... Because I wasn't tracking it, it didn't. I didn't care, and you should have just go look at the damn thing yourself. <laughs> but what I was asking you was just make a recipe and follow a recipe. But like I was trying so when to you were trying to tell to me, going if I follow the recipe, work that way. But you were telling me like if I follow the recipe, it'll be the same, and that way I don't have to think about it next time I make it. And I was like, that's what I asked for. I know. But you were dodging it. No, I was telling you that. I'm giving you what you want now. No, that's what I said last night. And you were like, oh, because it came out this. And I said, no, I'm right. telling said, you, I'm giving you what you want. So you don't have to worry about it anymore. What I'm saying is. Now is correct. That is what I want. That's what I wanted then. But back then I was crazy for suggesting such a thing. But now that you're tracking as well. That's right. <laughs> And that's all I was saying is, and I looked right at you and I forgot how I said it, but I was like, all I'm asking for is you to acknowledge what it is that I'm saying. And you were yes. like, I don't know what you mean. No, I said, yes, I acknowledge. That's what you were asking After for. a couple of attempts. And then now you did. I, well, because I was being a brat. Right. <laughs> Which led us also into having today's podcast. I did something good yesterday. You got to admit, it was good for me to notice. Because it usually takes a lot longer for me to notice. I need to get better about opening my mouth. and it, But it's just very hard for me to say that. Like, right. Because I feel... Well, it's been... That's been true. Almost. That's been true since we met each other. And we both have gotten much better communication over the years. Yeah, but to, to open my mouth and say, like... Well, let's, I, let's start how it I started. Need, I need a... Fiction. Like, right. it just, it sounds like, I don't know. Well, so in the shower, we've recently, you've recently been able to take enjoying salt baths. Epsom salt baths. Epsom yeah. salt baths. Yeah. 
And she has this little owl that she rolled up in a hair. I took, because I didn't have a neck roll or a bath pillow or anything. So I rolled up a hand towel and wrapped it in a um, shower cap so that it wouldn't get, if it got wet, who cares? The towel would stay dry. And I was using that as my neck roll. And apparently I forgot it and left it on the corner because I had been putting it up on my, where I keep my other hair stuff. Oh, the little basket thing I made in the shower? No, outside the shower. Okay. Um, And I guess I left it on the corner of the tub. So... And then he got in the shower. It got wet. And I went in there and I was like, oh, oh my God, this thing is soaking wet. And it's been that way for like, I don't know, a day or two. Like, I had no idea. So it's like all moldy. So it's and nasty. all gross. It needs to get thrown. Yeah, it needed to get thrown out. So then somehow it came up. Like we were having an okay afternoon and everything like that. We're chatting. And then I'm like, I'm going to go play on this or do something. And she just kind of gave me this nasty look. Like I stabbed her in the heart or something. Okay, it wasn't that bad. No, I know. Joking. <laughs> but then she. How'd you even bring it up? Like, cause you slipped in. I'm not even sure how it got there. I have no idea how I did it. It was something where it was like, (laughs) um, well, you messed up my towel roll. And I'm like, I think you were telling me like, oh, you just need to do X, Y, and Z or whatever. And I was like, well, you screwed up my towel roll and you, whatever. Yeah. It came out of left field. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What's a neck roll? Yeah. My neck roll in the bathroom. He's like, what? I was like, I thought you were talking about popping your neck or doing some sort of stretching. (laughs) And she's like, my neck roll. And I'm like, the hell are you talking about? She's like that thing that was on on the bottom there, and yeah. And I'm like, what? She goes, I put a towel in it and a hair net to keep it dry, and it all got soaked. I said, well, I took my shower and I had the little thing on the corner, and she's like, well, you let it get wet, and I'm like, I looked at it. It was wrapped in a hair net. I thought it's okay to get wet, and she's like, well, you assumed, and blah blah blah, and I'm like. Well, you kept saying you assumed, and I was like, that's stupid. I said, I assumed you should never where... assume anything. You need to just ask. It takes two seconds to ask. I said, but I assumed you left it where it's supposed to be, and then you're like still yelling, like, well, you assumed, and it shouldn't have been there, and I said, well, if it shouldn't have been there, then that's your fault for leaving it somewhere that it didn't belong. It's yes. your job to put it where it was, and oh, she got even more mad at that because I was right. <laughs> And I was like, I'm not going to assume. I said, yes, I'm assuming you left it where it was because you're a grown adult and that's yours. And if it's not where it's supposed to be, that's your problem. And you're like, well, you need to ask me about everything. And I said, what seemed to be the normal okay position, I'm not going to assume is wrong or else I'd be coming up to you all the time going, is this towel where it's supposed to be? Is this razor where it's supposed to be? Is the shampoo in the right slot? I was like, it looked like it was where it was supposed to be. It looked happy in its home. And I don't know what else you want me to say. You're like, well, you ruined it. And I'm like, it's a towel and a hairnet. And I was like, I'm going to go spend some Pokemon balls. I'll be back. And I left. And I'm sitting here in the truck going, truck again, because the Mustang's in the shop. I'm going, that has got to be the stupidest conversation we've had or argument we've had yet. <laughs> It's a $3 towel. I'll buy another towel. Just shut the fuck up. It's a stupid hairnet thing. What the fuck is going on? And then, like, we went to bed, and when we went to bed, we weren't nasty to each other, but we were like, hi. You're like, hey. It was, like, we weren't being nasty to each other, but we weren't, like, chatty. It was some tension. We are just like, okay, I love you. Good night. And you were like, I love you, too. And we went to bed. (laughs) 
So the next day you're like, sorry, I was an asshole. I accept your apology. And I don't know if you were expecting me to say anything back, but I was like, I accept your apology. We kind of moved on. And then I was thinking about it throughout the day, and I'm going, what the fuck? What what caused this? Because there's such a stupid conversation or argument to have. What the hell's causing this? And when you had said the apology, you like kind of stood there and like you were ready to say something else. I knew you were ready to say something else, but I saw it in your face that you didn't know what to say. So I was like, peace out. Talk to me when you're ready. In my head, I said that. I said, peace out. Talk to me when you're ready. I'm not going to pull it out of you. So I walked away. But I saw her standing there like, uh, like there was something. So I just walked away. And then I was like, what the fuck could be going on with her? And I came back to you and I said, I got a question. And you kind of looked up and you were kind of, you could still, you were just kind of like, off, not off put, but you were like, not disheveled. What would be a good way to put it? You were just kind of like, not out of sorts, but kind of out of sorts. You were just kind of like, I was like, oh God, what now? Yeah. You were like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it, I did also tell you at one point, because of when we were having this stupid argument, you go, I said, it's where you left it. I assume that's where it should be. And you're like, well, you shouldn't assume that. And I'm like, I'm assuming you put your things away. And then I was like, I assumed you left it where it would. It's not my fault that it got broke because you did left it in the wrong place. And you go, I'll remember that. <laughs> and oh, that set me off because it was like <laughs> passive aggressive. Like, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to fuck your shit up. <laughs> when I find it, I think it's in the wrong spot. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I even said, so like, I oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was trash. <laughs> so I came up to you at, that night. That is one thing that happened. We did. We were peaceful right before we went to bed. But before that, I came up to you and I said, don't play passive aggressive bullshit games with me. I don't know what the fuck you're trying to say by, oh, I'll remember that. I said, that's the type of bullshit my dad would do. Don't do that shit with me. But anyway. The next day, he turned around around. and walked out, even though, like, five minutes before he walked in, I had figured out what was going on. But you didn't communicate. Like, say it. But you caught me off guard when you busted in and said, blah, blah, goodbye. And then you, like, left. And I was like, "Eh, well, my my thought was, is like, this is the the angry part that I wanted to get out. And the sooner I, the sooner I get it out, the sooner I don't have to say it. Right. But it had to be said. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, if I hold it in at any point in time, then before we can resolve it, I have to go back to that point. Right, right, right. So I went ahead and got out, and then you were just kind of like looking at me, blink, blink, like a cartoon character, like blink, blink. And I'm like, okay, she ain't talking. Bye. And I left. And that's the way I've kind of gotten with you. I'm like, if you're not ready to talk about it yet, I'm not going to sit here and wait. Get your show Get right. yourself together, and a lot of times right. you do. But this time, I actually beat you to the punch, which I was proud of myself to do because before I was completely incapable of doing it at all. Yeah. And that was, I came down to your sitting on the couch where I'm at now, and I just walked in front of you, and you kind of like tracked me as I was walking past. And I looked at you, and I said, I have a question for you. And you were like, what? And I was like, was all of that stuff from last night because you're feeling needy, but don't want to say you're feeling needy because you'll seem too needy and a little bit crazy for feeling needy. Like we discussed that you don't like asking and you just went, yes. 
I've been picking fights with you so you would pay attention to me. <laughs> right. And I said, okay. Like a four-year-old. But when I used to ask you straight up, are you feeling this way? You used to go through a period where you would deny it, and then you would come back and be like, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't and, know. And a lot of times, yeah, you've done a lot of discovery in the last couple of years of, like, what is it I'm feeling where you would just in younger years just be like, I'm mad. Well, what are you mad about? I don't know. I'm mad. Right. Yeah. Right. Learning. You've done a lot for learning how to, what it is that's triggering you to feel a certain way. Yeah. You've done a lot of investigation on that. And that's like, we were saying that one friend of ours that he's got like three emotions because he's never spent any time in his life investigating and how he, what, is making him feel a certain way. So he's right. overwhelmed by every emotion he feels. Right, right, right. But um no, so it was it was good that I recognized that you were feeling needy, which I usually wouldn't. And it's not needy. You're just it was like it goes back to that. I know it sounds cheesy when people say it and whatever, but it's true. It's like there's five love languages and mine is I need time and I need touch. And right. so if you go for long periods of time without giving me a kiss or hugging me or whatever, like, I feel neglected. I feel abandoned. I feel left. I feel like I'm not worth anything. Give me a touch last night. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, was that last but, night or the night before last that you said the hottest thing ever? Okay, we're not going there. Yeah, anyway. It was hot. <laughs> hot. Anyway. Um. So that's that's me. And I know for you, you need things done. You want acts of service, like making you lunch or making sure things are good. And it's not that you I don't like it being called acts of service. But that's what it is. It's me showing you that I love you by doing things. It's 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 you needing to feel comfortable and you needing to feel secure and me doing things for you provides that. It's practicing what you preach for me. So, but for that example, goes along with it. a lot. Well, a lot of the reasons for those acts of service are because those are things in line with what you said you wanted with the whole how we're going to lay out the work thing. So, you know, you say you're going to clean the living room. When I come home and the living room is clean, I'm like, oh, she cleaned the living room. But it goes beyond That's just me hot. saying stuff like that because I never said I would make you lunch every day. No. But every time I make you lunch, you're it's always so like, oh, a good mood. you made me lunch. I was like, it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You're like, I know, but I didn't have to worry about it. Right. And it's it's just like, and then you would leave notes for me a little while and, I, or, and once in a while. And I was like, oh, my God, it's a note. And it's thing because <laughs> at home, I find notes annoying. Yeah. So annoying. Right. But when I'm at work and it's my little lunchbox and it says, I love you, have a great day, <laughs> or make sure to eat this yogurt, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> make sure to drink extra water. Okay. Sometimes I leave you motivational quotes. I know. And those are those are okay. Those are okay. I saved one. I know. I, I try and find things that are relevant to what you're going through. But that's that's the thing is, is like I was able to ask you and then Two, you were able to respond very quickly and say, yes, that's what's bugging me or annoying right. me. And um, so we've done a pretty good amount of stuff, more than we have lately together today. We moved 800 pounds of pellets. 
That's so it'll right. Be able to be warm. And I got a whole minute of exercise for it because I forgot to start my watch. Well, you were planning <laughs> on doing one bag and you ended up doing like three or four. Um, I did 10 bags. Thank you very much. We didn't do 10. Yes, I did. No, because I know I did at least like 11 or 12. So you couldn't have done 10. You brought two in and then I said, you know what? Let's start doing this. And then right. every other one was mine. Right. But there was three or four bags downstairs before we started. No, you took two bags downstairs. Okay. That's 12. Okay, fine. I did eight. That's more than three. I know. <laughs> well, you only originally was going to do one. Right. So, but like you kept going and I was like, holy shit. She's like continuing on here. Well, so, I to help. Yeah, and it is it's good exercise. But Jill said the genius idea, instead of worrying about pulling the truck up to our backyard, through the grass, through the neighbors' backyards, all around the whole neighborhood, that we would bring them all in, stack them up at the top of the stairs. Because the big thing is, get them downstairs, go down the stairs, up the stairs, your knees That's feel 800 like... 800 pounds. You have to carry these things one at a time in 40-pound bags. Yeah, your <laughs> knees feel like they're going to explode. So for me, it's my back. We my have them in the living care. room right now. And now what we're doing is anytime you go down to the basement, we're saving a trip and taking one bag with us. So we're going to distribute that workload and that'll be smart. And I was like, that is genius. So that's the way we're going to proceed every time now on. Yes. Except for I still have to go up the death backyard now. So previously <laughs> our front porch, I was able to hide our trash can behind this big shrubbery. And for and years. And gotten. Out of control. Okay, but for years, like I had this trash can, and it's a 105-gallon trash can out front. And I can put five bags of trash in there and roll the whole thing out. And then when I'm done, I roll it right up to the front of the house and drop it in this little hidey hole. And everything is fine and good, and the homeowner Association hasn't been upset at all <laughs> for years. Well, Jenna decided she wanted to spend a lot of her money to redo the front yard and have people come over and do the stuff for her and trim stuff back. But now, apparently, now the trash can We might have trimmed a little too much, though. The trash can is exposed, and the Homeowners Association says I have to hide it around the backyard now. (laughs) The problem is, around the side of the backyard, there is a hill that is about 45 degrees or more. I would say more. Yeah, it's more. It's probably like 55 degrees. And it's snow and it's ice. And just taking the can back there, I stood at the top of it and I was standing sideways and my boots just slid down the side and left a mud trail down the side. And I was surfing the side of the hill (laughs) to get the can down. Empty. Empty. And tonight's trash night. (laughs) In a little bit, I got to put on my fire boots. Well, it's too late now. You might as well wait till the the It won't get done and the can's full. I got to carry that can out the back fence, up the icy snow path. I don't, I don't envy you. So what we're going to be doing this next week is looking into getting some facade to hide the trash can. But we're going to have to do some like uh, Mission Impossible scoping out the neighbor's houses to see how they've <laughs> hide, hidden their trash can so that we can make sure to... Uh, uh, copy in a way that we can tell the homeowners association association screw you when they get mad about it. That's right. Um, because yeah, we need to. That will cause problems for me. Yeah, bad problems. I know. Well, oh, I'm worried that you haven't taken it up. We may not be able to. That was a funny conversation we had too. So when this first we first discovered this, 
There was a who's on first, what's on second moment because I was really annoyed because our landlord texted me a thing and it said, hey, and it sent a letter. uh, He sent a photocopy of the letter he got from the homeowners association saying, look, we can see your trash can. You need to hide it in the backyard and only bring it out on X days, blah, 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 blah. And the only thing he said was. So my connectivity was sucky at my office. So I had sent her going. We had a previous conversation, right? Going on about what was the other conversation you had? The pest control. The pest control so guy was we, showing we up. We are scheduled for a quarterly pest service. And they text, um, sometimes they text me, sometimes they text him. And if they text him, he sends it over to me and says, hey, they're going to be there in about 20 minutes. But I always know the date like three weeks ahead of time. Right. And so it happened to be. Um, on this particular day that he's talking about, I got a text that morning that said the pest guy's coming. He'll be there in like 20 minutes. And I was like, all right, cool. So that happened. But I saw in the shared email box, email, yes. in the shared email box, I saw, hey, Fix this it. is a thing from there. Fi- re- rectify the situation. I was like, motherfucker. So I texted her back, assuming that she had seen the part that I was talking about. And, and I was like, this is great. Thanks to your this now i have to hold on i have it right here (laughs) it was like it was one of those things where after she understood what what happened was is the picture that i had sent from the email of the letter didn't get through on her phone because of my connection at the office so she did not see the part that i was referring to Which you should have there, but let me see here. My phone was almost ready to die a second ago, but we got epic failures. We got oh, here we go. All right. Okay, so what Um, happened here? Read them in order. You said you trimming will now screw up my trash can routine. Sad face. And so, so I the thing you now, were my there was picture, other things in that text. My picture was supposed to be above there was no that. Tic- like I'm looking at my screen, there's no picture. Right. So what happened was on my side, I was trying to send her the picture of the landlord thing uh, from the homeowners association that showed a picture of the trash can and it said rectify cannot store the trash can here. And then the caption I was putting underneath the photo was your trimming has screwed up. My trash can, now I'm going to have to carry it all around the neighborhood and down this hill as a twice a week thing. So I was mad as it is because I'm like, now her wanting to trim things is going to cost me two trips around the house or four trips around the house down the treacherous hill every week. Oh, that was the day before. Okay. So that was like at 11 o'clock at night right so this is what you said and then there was a couple other things in there and so then the next day it's snowing blah 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 it was 11 in the morning i was at work when i got it this email this text came in at 11 18 p.m what this is what i'm telling you it came in. i was at work when i sent it because i was mad at work well it came in at 11 12 p.m i'm looking at it right here so anyway, then the next day you were home from work and then I realized, oh, hey, 
I got a text from you saying something about trimming up. And so then I sent you a text that said, what did this mean? You trimming will now screw up my trash can routine. What did you think I was talking about? Like trimming my balls? I didn't know what I was talking. You were talking about. I said you said the trimming now doesn't cover the trash can, so it's visible from the street. So the, so the I have to keep it in the backyard now. Okay, I still haven't seen this picture he's talking about. Right. Okay. So I still don't know anything. You haven't said anything about having to put the trash can in the backyard, and I said, "Oh, that's right," because I came home so exhausted I didn't say anything. anything. I so I replied. Eleven p.m. was the right time because I was working overnight. I replied, "It's fine." Oh, that set me <laughs> off so bad. Because in my because opinion, my, okay. it's still enough out front to cover the trash can. When you walk up to the house, you cannot see the trash can. Now, the stupid association person took the photo standing in the neighbor's yard, catty corner. Right. So of course you can see the trash can. So from my point of view, I said already, I had sent her a message saying, now I will have to take the trash can around the yard, blah, blah, blah. But that's and she not goes, what I saw. So but I go, she goes, it's fine. But it's fine. And I'm like, motherfucker. So then I get in text that says, oh, so you're pissed. volunteering to take every trash bag and set it from the kitchen to the front door, all the way down to the basement, out the back door, and then moving the entire can up and down twice a week. And so I replied, I'm very confused. We need to chat later. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, right now, if there's a dirty trash bag or one full of chicken or one that's dripping, oh, yeah, I could take gross. it on the tile. And throw it right out the front door and I can walk the front door bathroom. into the can. And then the, only the tile and a little bit of wood gets moisture on Which it. Which I immediately just right up. But now I'm having to take the trash bags from the kitchen, down the stairs, through the basement, out the back door, to the trash can. Yeah, that's not okay. And then at the end, when the whole can is full, because it's 105 gallons, because we had it stored out front, which meant it was easy to just move it. I'm going to have to roll that fucker fully loaded around the back of the house, up the hill, the muddy hill, which will kill myself. So he tells me, how do you not understand that we have to do this now? And I'm like, what are you talking about? The, The trash can's fine where it is. And he's like, no, it's not. Right. I'm like, you don't have to put it in the back. You can't see it from the front. He's like, yes, they can. The, the letter. I'm like, what letter? <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, I didn't get the picture. And I'm like. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, the text, the email. I'm like, I sent you email? a picture of the damn thing. And you're like, what picture? And I'm like, what? Well, then you kept saying, I texted you a picture and he texted us. He texted us. I'm like, the only text I got was about the pest guy. And you're like, what? <laughs> Right, so it was like oh, it was so confusing. So like we looked at each other, and then we like when we looked at, it, we both kind of went. Oh. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that you actually were given a task, and you're like, I didn't realize you didn't see it. Right. So we're like, okay, that's kind of funny now in retrospect. I said, but you can understand why I was so pissed because I'm sitting here going, look, look. Yeah, you're like, like, I have to do all this work. I'm like, it's fine. Right. I said I have to do this all this work, and then I said then it seemed. Like, I was getting an acknowledgement from you that, yes, you're going to have to do this work. And then another statement behind it going, ah, but it's fine. I said, then I was like, ah, chill. <laughs> so it was a, it was another, quote, argument that we had, but it was uh, not was really, really a misunderstanding. It was a complete misunderstanding <laughs> that was almost laughable afterwards. But in any case, we are over our normal time. It's just because we haven't had a talk like this in a long time. Yeah. Like I said, what we are going to do. about all the nonsense. <laughs> well, that's part of our charm. But what we're going to do is uh, watch Dirty Dancing. Oh, we are? This week. What did you just have me watch this week? Oh, this week we watched uh, 
We watched it with the kids. Karate Kid, part one. Oh, yes. Um, we watched the No, that wasn't the movie. What was... I'm trying to think of that movie. Oh, no, it was the Karate Kid, because I hadn't seen yeah. it all the way... I hadn't seen all of it. I'd only ever seen it on TV. Right. And the TV's always cut bad, and it was cool because we got to tell the kids, like, we've been to that little arcade place. Yeah, we took them. Um, yeah. They were too small, though. That's when we got the uh, In-N-Out shirts, too, I think, that year. Yeah, everything happened yeah. that year. They went to Disneyland, like, all of it. Yeah. She was four, and he was seven. So, um, we watched Karate Kid. It's good. Be prepared for disappointment. <laughs> None of them are going to be as good as this one was. Um... And then this week, though, we're going to watch Dirty Dancing. Okay. And you'll get to see what that's about. Yep. And. That's what it was for Valentine's Day. You made me watch The Notebook. Oh, yes. That was I a got, terrible can, movie. Ugh. It was cute. But it wasn't a tearjerker. And this fool's, like, sitting here ready to bawl his eyes out. And I'm you like. You don't know what a tearjerker is. I knew. What, you have no soul. From the get-go, I figured out what was going on. Well, yeah. Did you say I have no soul? <laughs> It's so mean. You're looking ginger. No soul. <gasps> no, I'm kidding. Take that. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, the, the, you do not get emotional in movies, but I did make you scream tonight. Yeah, that watching was a movie. okay. We watched Them Night Shyamalama Ding Dongs. Uh, the Visit. The Visit. It's, it's from good. 2015. Don't, don't, still don't give a spoiler. It's a good movie. It, it flips script like he does always really well. Yeah, he did a good job on it, but. I don't like jump scary things. And no, I don't. hated, hated the Blair Witch Project. This and is very much like Blair Witch. Like the, yeah. the Blair Witch Project and the, the, the point of view from the, like they're camera. carrying around cameras. Documentary so. style, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but we, uh, uh, you know, Dirty Dancing was again one of those films where they had abortion in the topics. So it was very taboo. Yeah. No. So we're going to watch that. And it you probably get to wasn't see why even that. It was probably the fact that it was called Dirty Dancing. Yeah. It was like, oh, no, you can't watch that. Yeah, and you get to see why nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> okay. You get to see that. You've heard it tons of times. I have heard it tons You've of times. I have meme. no idea what it references. Right. So you'll get to see that. So we'll discuss that next week, um, what your opinion of was that. And like I said, we're going to have a little segment as far as, like, Jenna hasn't seen. And look for movies that Jenna hasn't <laughs> seen and cover those. Also, next time we'll have one of those... What was it we were calling it where you would have something that you found during the week that you want to get my opinion on? Oh, it was like a would you rather. Would you rather. Yeah. I would like to keep doing that. Okay. Um, And we'll, again, have normal topics. But we want to start doing this because, again, it's before this COVID shit started, we found it was something that was, like, forcing us to have a time to just kind of chat and share things. Yeah. And to be off our phones during that time. Engage and... and- Talk to each other face-to-face. Right. And now, hopefully, if everything sounds good on this and I've found a format and a way to deploy very quickly, <laughs> that'll make it less likely for us to skip. Yeah. Because that was the thing. is my setup before to get everything ready. It was like, uh, I'd rather just go to sleep. Right. So we'll see how this is. Uh, but we'll see. Hear you next time. You can hear us next time. <laughs> and if you need to travel or you're preparing to travel, make sure to call Passages Travel. Oh, look at you. Uh, because Jenna's want to get her business going and you know, need places to go. We know all the places that are open, what needs a COVID test and what doesn't. Right. It is safe to travel to certain places. Yeah. We're not sponsored. And that's all She's I'm just say looking about for that. work. Passagestravel.com. Help me put food on the table. 
There you go. <laughs> we'll talk to you again next week. Bye.